the praise team was singing and leading us into the presence of the Lord. I felt a, a check in my spirit, not in a bad way, but a good way. And I just, you know, those of you that are preacher watchers, you saw me ease down and grab the microphone because right at that point, when Sister Bailey said the presence of the Lord is in this place. And I, I, I started to click my mic on right then, but I said, she's got it. She's right there. And I'm telling you right now, when she opened her mouth and began to speak those words, it was like a cloud just came down and settled in this place. But what I've found is a lot of times we're in such awe of God when he moves that we, we, we stand gazing. We stand looking like... Uh, like this is something that's almost strange, Sister Christina. But it's right at those times when you need to step into the glory of God. You don't need to hold back. You need to just go ahead and step your way right in. I'm not saying that you just got to jump, but you can ease your way into the presence of God and watch him begin to minister I don't know in preparation for this. I'm just trying to get in tune with what I felt like the Lord wanted me to do. There were specific people that I saw that were responding to the Lord. There were specific people. I'm not going to call your names, so you don't have to worry about that. But several of you have moved. Several of you have responded. And I just don't want anybody to miss out on what God's already wanting to do. I know we got we got things to do. We got you know a message to preach, but I I'm long over the hang up of having to preach my message because it's not my message. It's His message. But when I begin to see God move like he dropped in this place here tonight, it wants me, I want to just step back. It's like that old song used to say, step back and let God do it. God can do far more than what any preacher can do through his preaching if we would just give him the opportunity. If we would take advantage of the presence of God and when he begins to move, we engage our faith and say, Lord, here am I. Does anybody feel that way right now? Hallelujah. Come on, why don't you just raise your hands and just give them just a little more faith here right now. In Jesus' name, I don't know what you have need of. Brother Tony, I don't know what's going on, but God knows what it is. Come on, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, 
Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hey, I'm the Lord how great you are how great you are come on give him an opportunity give him the opportunity to do what only he can do I feel it moving. I feel it moving. I feel it moving. Come on. Come on. The power presence of God is in this place. Somebody, somebody touch it. Jesus name. A moment. Just a moment in his presence. Just a moment in his presence. He brings an eternal an all-knowing God. Walk through. 
Come on, there's somebody still pressing. There's somebody still moving closer. Come on. Come on, I don't know what it is. I don't need to know what it is. But I can sense it. I can feel it in my spirit right now. Come on. Somebody. Oh, come on. Tonight's the night that that struggle is broken. Come on. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Woo, yeah. Yeah. I said tonight. Tonight, 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 in the name of Jesus. Come on, let it go. Yes. 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 Tonight is broken. Tonight. Tonight. Yes. Woo. Oh, Robo Sakaya, la Lama Yatabahaya. Woo. Halalama Sataya, la Lama Yatabahaya. Not by might, nor by power, but by your spirits. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Ah. Come on, just like it's happening for her. It could happen for you. Come on. Come on, in the name of Jesus. You can think what you might, but she was one of the faces that I saw. You can think what you want, but she was one of the faces that I saw. I don't need to know. I don't want to know. I'm not a peeping Tom. I don't want to know your business. 
but God knows. And if we will turn to him and let him do it. Hallelujah. Oh, is there anybody here that want to give wants to give the Lord some thanks in this place tonight? Come on, you can do better than that. You got to give me a little more than that. You got to give me a little more than that. Come on, in Jesus' name. Oh, in the name of Jesus. say, well, Brother Middleton, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're giving God an opportunity to do in our lives here tonight what nobody else can do. We're setting the stage for a miraculous working of His Spirit in your life right now. Hallelujah. That's what we're doing. We're taking the time we're not going to preach over it. We're not going to worship our way through it. We're here. His presence is here. He's moving right now. He's ministering right now. Sometimes you got to be big enough to walk to the table and say, I need something from you, Father. I need something from you tonight. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, there are victories that can be won tonight. There are healings that can happen here tonight. At his feet. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Anybody realize where you are tonight? Anybody realize where you are? You're standing in the presence of the Almighty God. And in His presence, anything, anything can happen. Oh, troubles vanish. Broken hearts are mended. Only in the presence. Oh, 
Why would he manifest himself like this? Why would he fill this place like this? Except that he would want to encounter his people. That he would want to minister to his people. Come on, in the name of Jesus. some because we come just to Bailey and there's no real expectation to encounter him. And when we come because there's no 
real hunger, desire, expectation that we would encounter him. We're willing to settle for the routine. We'd just rather just go through the hour and a half, two hour routine and leave and smile and at least I made it to church I went to church but if you went to church and there was no real expectation to encounter him and let him in whatever way he, he feels necessary to manifest himself and to move with him as he begins to minister and we just leave the same way the same way we came I couldn't tell you but this is this is October, right? October is a big month for me. I got married in October. 39 years on the 16th. Isn't that awesome? Also, I received the Holy Ghost on the 1st of October. I got baptized on the 5th of October. My son got married in October. As a matter of fact, his anniversary was yesterday. 17 years. God is good. I'm saying this because... God has done some tremendous things. I don't know what it is about October, but there, there are a couple of ministers that I have a lot invested in, a lot of time, a lot of effort in. Both of them were married in October. Some great things happened in October. I'm not trying to make something out of nothing. But what I am trying to say to you tonight is, why not tonight? Why not tonight for you? Why not? Why not somehow get over that hurdle tonight? What about getting over that struggle and finally, Sister Christina, putting that struggle behind you. Why not tonight? I know the pastor's not here. I know the bishop's not here. And all the other worthy and able ministers. But what we seem to forget is he is here. I said he's here and 
I don't want to miss anything. Oh, we could, you don't want to hear my preaching anyway. I don't want to hear my preaching. I'd rather see God work. Brother Andrew, I'd rather see God reach down and touch a life. I'd rather see God turn a life around eternally tonight. Can we give him that opportunity tonight? Why don't we just give him some praise, honor, and worship right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Ah. <laughs> Come on, you thought he was done. I'm telling you, he's just getting started. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, come on. That's what I'm talking about. Engaging him. Engaging his presence. Drawing close to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Come on, I'm not trying to make this up. I'm just trying to give him an opportunity. I feel his presence moving in this place. I feel the power and presence of God moving in this place. I believe, I believe, oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on. She feels like she's been in a drought. She's feel like she's been in a drought. Angie, there's fresh water flowing. Come on, there's fresh water flowing. Oh, Roshaka. Anybody need a drink? I said, anybody need a drink? Anybody need a fresh drink of water this evening? of living water springing up to everlasting life oh spring up oh well spring up oh well 
I believe. Last little while, I think it was the last service or two. He hasn't really talked about it or ministered on the topic. But I believe Pastor's been ministering and preaching on being salt and light. You know, it's it's one thing to come in here and be salty. <laughs> it's one thing to come in here and be full of light. When you step off the steps and you go into your world and it's dark those around you they don't see any difference between you and them they look at you and say yeah he's going through it too he looks like he's full of anxiety he's full of fear he's just like me he doesn't have anything to offer But it's night like tonight when the Lord can reach down and touch your life, ignite a passion, put a glimmer of hope in your spirit. And when you walk out in that dark world, there is a radiance about you that says, I don't know what it is. But they've come in contact with something that I want to come in contact with. Let me tell you this, folks. You can't fake this. You can't fake this. Either you have it or you don't. And the only way you can get it is at the feet of Jesus. The only place you can get it is to have a personal encounter with him. Where he touches you and you touch him. I'm not the most outgoing guy. You know, with people that I that I know understand me, I guess I can prattle on pretty much. But most of the time, you won't get a whole lot of talk out of me unless you're talking about God. So, you know, when I'm off of this hill, I'm not really looking for people that say, man, what is it about you? Where's Josh? Josh Lewis and the Lewis clan. I don't have that gene. What's his name? I I don't have that. But what I do have is when he touched this old broken heart and he healed this old heart and he made it new, I'm telling you what, I'll go out into the world and I'll encounter whoever I walked into a place of business not long ago 
I have been in there several times. And I guess this 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 attendant, she must have she must have seen something. Andrew, she must have seen something. I wasn't particularly out there, you know what I mean? But she had been watching me come and go, come and go, come and go. And one day I'm at the register trying to get out of the store hurriedly and she says to me will you pray for me out of nowhere she says will you pray for me I said sure I'll pray for you what is it that you want me to pray for she says I've been trying to get pregnant for four years. Now, this isn't a Baptist girl. This isn't a Presbyterian girl. This is a Muslim girl. She wears her, what do they call that, hajib every day. She says, now for her to reach across to say, hey, you. She says, will you pray for me? I've been trying to get pregnant for four years, and I have not been able to get pregnant. Will you pray? And I said, sure. I said, will you tell me your name? And she told me her name. And I walked out of the place and went into my car. Before I even got on the highway, I put that prayer request before the Lord. Lord. And as I told you, I go there pretty frequently. Some of you can already figure out what place that is. But I go there pretty frequently, like every morning. And uh, she says to me, Sunday morning, she says, it's Sunday morning. She says, don't forget me. She says, will you pray? I said, I'll pray. We haven't forgotten you. I said, every day I pray for you. She says, okay. Okay. I guess it was about two weeks. No, two months, I'm sorry. Two months passed. It's a Sunday morning. My wife and I walk into the store, and I noticed she she was she had this 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 behind the scenes smile, and and I almost said uh, any good news, but I didn't say anything. I, I just waited, and she when we paid her, she says she whispered, she says. I'm pregnant. She says, Pastor, I've been trying for four years, four years, and nothing, nothing, nothing. And now I ask you to pray. And I'm, now, no, we didn't pray her through to the Holy Ghost right there. But you know what? That's between her and God. She's carrying a miracle that she's going to have to answer to God about. I talked to her boss and she says, well, she hasn't been in a couple of days, but she told me her good news. I'm telling you right now, 
You know, we need to ask God. Is this all right? We need to ask God to give us eyes that see. Because from my perspective, from my experience, I've gone into situations prejudging them and thinking God doesn't want anything to do with them. I thought in my mind, I didn't say it. <laughs> this Muslim girl, she's, I'll pray, but, but God felt something completely different. God will show up in the oddest places if you're looking for him. I did a wedding this past summer, and it wasn't a church wedding. <laughs> they had all kinds of stuff going on at that wedding. I'm walking down the aisle, and it wasn't your traditional church music, you know what I mean? I'm talking about where God will show up. I'm walking down the aisle to the song, I believe it was, Stairway to Heaven. I'm walking down the aisle with my little black suit on, my little black book, and I'm thinking, oh my God, what in the world have I gotten myself into? And I'm thinking, I'm just going to do the bare minimum. And I'm out of here because surely God's not going to show up in this place. I'm just, I did it as a favor to some longstanding friends. And well, I'm standing there and all of a sudden I get to the part where I'm talking about vows. And all of a sudden, the presence of God came down in that wedding like a ton of bricks. Poof. And it was so heavy, Brother Andrew, it scared me. I didn't know what to do. I was, I was there to do a wedding, but I was all messed up in my thinking because I'm thinking, surely God doesn't want anything to do with this. God's... And the Lord's like, I didn't tell you I want to live there. But there are people there that need me. And I will go down and visit with them at a wedding. I'm telling you what, you can think what you want. I was messed up for about a month. I had to, I had to rethink this whole thing. Because I had in my mind, and I'm talking about being salt and light. You don't shake salt where you don't need salt, right? You know, these folks are, you know, I won't say what I want to say, but they were not our brand of Christianity. They even asked me if I wanted to drink. Of course, I declined. But what I'm trying to get across to you is don't prejudge your situations and places that you may be 
thinking that God will not show up. Because he will show up and not only show up, he will show out. I don't know what the end of the story is going to be, Brother Stephen, with this, this Muslim girl. But I'll tell you, every day that she looks down at her swollen abdomen, there's a testimony that says, when you leave this place today, when you've had your personal encounter with God, take that with you when you go out here down those steps and into the world. I say this, I say it a lot. It took me a long time to really come to this. But this is more than a tongue-talking experience. This is more than talking in tongues. When you open your mouth and the spirit of the living God begins to flow out of you, don't take that for granted as it being some just, I'm just babbling unknown tongues. That is your living connection with him. Does this make sense to anybody today? I'm going to take responsibility for the direction of this service. First of all, with him. Second of all, with the pastor. Third, the bishop. But really, I don't think I'm in trouble. But I really, really, really want to get this message across to you tonight. This is more than a religious experience. And if you will allow him, he will go with you. If you allow him, he will be with you. And he will manifest his grace and his mercy. Wherever you go, if you make room for him. Last little story, just on a personal deal. I had some junk behind my house for about two and a half years, Brother Andrew. And uh, it was becoming quite a sore to my eyes and so decided, well, it's time to get rid of this thing. But I don't have a truck. And I thought, well, I can take this hand truck and just drag this thing all the way down the street. And I was telling my wife about it, and I said, well, I need some help. I'm smart enough and old enough now to know I don't need to be doing that. I thought I'd get some help, but I could, there was no help available. And while I was standing there, I'm just talking about little things that God will do that 
while I was standing there, I saw a face and I saw a truck. I got up, walked down the sidewalk, and while I walked down the sidewalk, that face and that truck came down the corner, around the corner. Don't tell me God doesn't care. This lets you know you, he cares and he can be trusted. If he can be trusted with the little things, he can be trusted with the... And all of a sudden, I saw the truck come around the corner. I wave, hey. Did a little bit of small talk. And before I knew it, it was on the truck and gone to the dump. See, that doesn't matter to you guys. But that tells me, Brother Lohenheim, I can trust him. We say we want to trust him for the big things. But it starts with the small things. David killed his lion and his bear long before he killed his giant. He killed his lion and his bear in private. Gave him confidence enough that he could win the victory over this giant in public. You know, sometimes learning to trust God can be very scary. Very scary, Brother Ben. It can be very scary. But if you're willing to step out smallest steps Lord I'm going to put you to the test I'm telling you he will show up if you haven't figured it out yet I'm talking about a living relationship with him I'm not talking about book religion I'm talking about a relationship with him where you walk with him and you talk with him and he communes with you is there anybody here that wants that kind of relationship with him is there anybody here that is fed up with the mundane, just the religious, whatever. If you feel that way, why don't you stand to your feet? I'm not here to make it difficult. I'm here to make it as easy as possible. Boy, if he did it for me. And I'm not saying I'm proficient. I'm not saying that. It, I'm not saying that. But those little steps. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. If he can make this real for me, he can make this real for you. serve 
a living God. And he wants you and I to trust him enough that when he brings us into these little situations where we have the opportunity to introduce him to someone else, that we can do it with confidence. If you want that, if you're tired of religion, I want to give you an opportunity to come down front. This service hasn't gone the way that I thought it would have. But nonetheless, here we are. I'm going to brag on her a little bit. See this little lady right here? You can't see her even as she raises her hand. She's little. But she's mighty. And I'm telling you right now, watching her being used of God down on the southern end of this county, you go, Sister Sandy? And I'm here to tell you, yep, Sister Sandy. I'm telling you, there's a boldness that's rising up there, and she is taking those steps and God is meeting her and if he can do that for her if he can do that for me take an old bashful backward guy the boldness to speak to say and do what he what only he can do if he can do that for me he can do that for you why don't you just raise your hands right now all over this building you're tired of just going through the rigmarole of religion and you want a living live relationship with him hallelujah why don't you tell him right now in Jesus name Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus, let him do it. In the name of Jesus, 
Anybody tired of trying to fake your way through? Hallelujah. Anybody here tired of, of pretending? Come on, in the name of Jesus. His presence is in this place. You may never stand behind a pulpit. You may never deliver what we call a message or a sermon. But every day, every step that you take, you can walk with God. You can have a relationship with Him. And it can be real. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of the Lord. Oh, Tommy, he wants to do something powerful in and through you. But it won't happen behind the pulpit, not all of it. But what he wants, he wants to walk with you every day. He wants to walk with you every day. He When you're doing all of your work or what all that you do, he wants to know if he will give you a word, will you speak it? Will you minister it? Will you share it? Come on, he wants to be real in your life. Come on, Tommy, the hand of God's on your life. The hand of God's on your life. And he wants to do some great things in and through you. Not just in you, but as the pastor, the word of God came forth. He wants to do it through you. He wants you to become a vessel. Oh, God, available to him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, John. Come on, John. No more posturing. No more posturing. Just walk with him. Just walk with him. In the name of Jesus. No more jockeying for position. Oh, in the name of Jesus, you can walk with him. You can walk with him. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, remember, John. Remember, man looks on the outward, but God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. Quit worrying about the outside and what it looks like. God sees your heart. You don't have to worry about what nobody else thinks. The only one that really matters is God. When it's all said and done, it's His word that will stand. In the name of Jesus. Oh, 
Come on, the presence of the Lord is still moving. Come on, come on. Come on in your own words. In your own words, in your own spirit. Open your heart. Open your spirit to him right now. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Can I share one last story with you? And you're going to say, well, Brother Middleton, why why, why are you going to share that story? Why don't you just let it end on a relatively positive note? Because I want to share with you a little bit of the impetus behind this message. I was in my neighborhood, walking my neighborhood, and there was an older gentleman sitting on his porch. He had an oxygen tube in his nose and a tank. I had seen him several times, but we really never... Sister Bailey had a real, you know, vibrant conversation. And I passed by his house. And when I passed by his house, Brother Lauren, I'm, I felt this, this, this click in my spirit. Just, And I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't pay attention to it. I was too busy doing what I wanted to do. I've got things to do. And I walked down the sidewalk and I felt it when it happened just as sure as I'm standing here. Just stop and talk with him. And I didn't. This was a week, a week ago. Last night I get a knock at the door. There's one of the ladies in the neighborhood. I went to the door, and she says, is Linda home? And I said, yeah. So I called my wife, and we're both standing at the door. And she says, well, I, I just wanted to inform you, tell you, my neighbor across the street, she wanted you to know that her husband passed away Tuesday evening. When I heard that, now I can't tell you what my encounter would have hit, would have been or would not have been. But all I know is I felt that witness in my spirit that says, spend some time with him. And I didn't. And I get the news last night. And he's passed away. I was stunned. So, yeah, I can tell you about stuff that happened, great things, little Indian girl, Muslim girls get, gets pregnant, different things. A lot of times we don't tell you the mistakes. 
I made a mistake. I don't ever want to make that mistake again. I want to be salt. And I want to be light to my neighborhood. Can you guys just make room here? You two young ladies. I know I got a wandering eye, but it ain't wandering that far. <laughs> you, Myla, and Lauren. I don't know all that God's got for you ladies. I honestly don't. I'm not going to pretend. But I do recognize the hand of God that's on both of your lives. And you especially just recently just I see you just leaps. You're not taking little steps. You're taking big ones. And Myla, you're just cruising right along. But I want you to know this congregation to know anybody here that has any true sensitivity in the Holy Ghost they can see the hand of God on your lives and what God wants to do and is willing to do in your life is purely determined about how available you will be to him you get that so if I could get Sister Sandy start losing names, okay? So don't, it's nothing personal, but I'm just trying to do, say whatever he's wanting me to. But in particular, you two ladies, can you, Sister Sandy, and my little friend here, can you, I tell you, names just disappear. And this, Alicia, I know your name. just put your hands on their shoulders. Just stand behind them. Put their, your hands on their shoulders. And just in acknowledgement of what was said here, the presence of God that's here. Can we all just pray right now? Only time will tell. Only time will tell and reveal what God is going to do in and through these lives right here. Some of, the, some of them may step out in ways that is going to blow even their own minds. And you'll try to remember when this all happened, when it all started. God's been at work for a long time. 
He's just bringing attention to it now. Come on, Lauren, in the name of Jesus. Hey, yeah, 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 yes. I don't know what it all is going to be, but I can't wait to see what the end will be. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Ha! Shata yalalaboko ratabaha. Yalalaboko rababayatabahai. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Woo! Shilabayandolaboko ratatabahaya. Oh, you've been overlooked for too long. You've been overlooked for a long time. But I want you to know tonight, you've got his attention. Jesus. I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that, but, you know. Brother Middleton, you're weird, I know. But it's okay. I can't wait to see what it will be like. When we disrobe and we take off the robes of religion and we begin to walk in true apostolic relationship with Him. The robe of religion is heavy, Nicodemus finally got to the place. He says, I can't wear it any longer. And he shed that robe. Nicodemus was one of the last people that touched his body. He was there to assist in the burial. Finally got to the place where he forsook had to offer and begin to walk with him. I've always believed even before I got the Holy Ghost. Brother Mark, I've always believed that God wanted to talk to people didn't come to any surprise to me that God come down 
to his people. Minister to his people. I just had to find it. I just had to find a group of people that believed it. And we're standing in the midst of a people. Religion will only take you so far, folks. I'm not here standing here today ministering because I'm a UPC minister. I'm thankful for the organization. I'm thankful, thankful for all the things that they, they do. We do. I'm a part of it. But really why I'm here is because I heard a message one day that there's a living God and that you could have a relationship with him. That's why I'm here. If I didn't think that was real or possible, I'd probably still be sitting on a bar stool somewhere. But I'm thankful tonight for his presence that's in this place. Thankful for the reality of his presence that's manifested here tonight. I think I'm done. If we could, in closing, just raise your hands right where you are. Not a whole lot of commotion, not a whole lot of noise. I want you to just begin to open your heart and open your spirit to him. In your own words. Your own words doesn't have to sound like King James. Your words. That's what made David so different. Your words. Oh, I feel the presence of God here. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. It's going to be real this time. It's going to be real this time. Jesus' name. In closing, Thursday night is Oikos night. Uh, and, uh, of course, you know what that's all about. Um, there's no church service here on Thursday night. We will be in our Oikos groups. 
fellowshipping, ministering to one another as the Lord could desire. Can I say this? You know how much I love you guys. some growing pains you know sometimes growing up is scary but as a parent I've learned watching my kids grow sometimes there's some of you probably feel like the Lord just stepped back and he's like go for it that's a part of growing I remember watching my my three do that, and as a father, Sister Bailey, I wanted to meddle. <laughs> and the Lord says, "Leave him alone. Let him grow through it. They'll be better for it." So, if it feels like maybe those that maybe your pastor, your leader, your deacon, they've kind of stepped back and allowed you to grow a little bit. Don't take that defensively. He's paying you a compliment. You need just a little bit of space to grow. So I say to you, grow in grace. Lord bless you. There's offering baskets at the door. We're going to uh, hijack you of your funds before you leave. Just teasing be a basket at each entrance exit the Lord bless you thank you for being patient with me tonight thank you for just allowing me to just follow the Lord tonight did you get anything from the Lord tonight amen I love you appreciate you see you later on this week you're dismissed in Jesus name